Alright, welcome guys. This is the uh From the Stands podcast with me, Alec Wojak, and Alex Rodriguez. Basically we just talk about soccer in the United States. It's pretty much all it is. Uh nothing too nothing too crazy, but we're just two fans who, you know, have opinions on the game and wanna broadcast them to everybody else. So first off, big game today. Uh USA versus England. It was probably the most hectic game that I've you know, uh it's or most anticipated game that I've had in a long time ever since like the draw in April or whatever it was but it was a good performance I feel like from from the United States I feel like we we played pretty well um unfortunately we couldn't get a win we had chances but the ball just didn't want to go in the back of the net so no. um yeah no definitely I I think we we walk away from this game and it definitely feels like we missed out on two more points um mm-hmm. Uh, considering how well we played, and especially after after the Welsh result, uh, I think we we really feel like we could have walked away with three points here. Yeah, and it's definitely you know this this group's been hectic. You know, England outright winners against Iran. I think it was six to two. Then we, you know, gave up three points uh, against Wales, which we should have we should have beat them. Especially when today you look at Iran beating them two 0 Granted, yes, it was in a you know. I didn't watch the game personally, but I saw that Hennessy got a red card, their goalkeeper, and it kind of just fell fell apart from there. Two goals and added time. Um, by the way, added time is ridiculous in this tournament. Uh, no doubt about that. So it's it's interesting. This group is not as outright as everybody thought it was going to be. We thought Wales was probably going to be a little bit more of a challenge. Um, guess we'll have to see on uh, on Tuesday when they play uh, when they play England. But it's also interesting, is England going to go, do you think they're going to go full strength against Wales? See, I don't I don't think they are. I think they, they already have enough points. They know that it's mostly on us really to get a to get a result against Iran. Um we go in, we go in against Iran thinking we're going to get three points as we mm-hmm. should, uh, especially coming off this result, but um, given kind of the injuries and kind of, you know, the players health right now, it's kind. Of, it's going to be interesting to see how that final game turns out, especially uh, with it being the last game. So it's going to be yeah. intriguing. Um, I think. Let's get uh, into the into the lineup. Uh, uh. How how'd you feel? Uh, I think it's the same lineup. Uh, the only difference was uh, Josh Sargent. He wasn't starting, and so it was Haji. Right? What are your thoughts? Uh, man, this has been the question for the United States for so long. The number nine position. I think everywhere else solid. You know, I question Zimmerman a little bit just because, you know, he gave away the penalty, but that's just me being a fan. Like, ah, oh, you know, stupid, stupid ass mistakes lead to stupid ass, this, uh, stupid ass, uh, you know, events just like Bale's penalty that, you know, unfortunately Matt Turner couldn't save, but, you know, yep. he almost did. I was almost right there. But, um, yeah, I feel like we had a solid, I mean, overall the pitch, I feel like it was solid. Robinson on the left, Death on the right. Tim Breen, man. Tim Breen, you know, we'll get Fantastic. into that a little bit. Fantastic player. We'll get into that a little bit. But um, Tyler Adams, man, commanding the midfield. Weston McKenney doing what Weston McKenney does. Uh, Musa, I thought, had a pretty good game as well. Along with Pulisic, I feel like, you know, in the Wales game, you know, he was there. But sometimes whenever you have a player like Pulisic come through, um, you know, everybody, all that pressure is on his back. He finally brought the U.S. back to the World Cup after failing uh, in the 2018 cycle. But um, 
yeah, I feel like today he kind of stepped up. Unfortunately, he hit the he hit the crossbar. You know, would have been a banger of a goal. But uh, honestly, <laughs> yeah, it's just the up top, man. Up top is so so questionable, and it's like you you can say anything you really want to say. You could say Pepe could have made a difference if he was in the team. Um, Josh Sargent, pretty silent against the Wales, besides that one header that you know grazed the outside of the uh, outside of the post, but. It's questionable, man. It's nothing. It's not anything special, yeah. in my opinion. They're not. I don't know. The number nine position needs to be figured out because we're lacking. We're lacking support towards the number nine because if you saw the uh, the map of like completed passes and like in build up plays against Wales, Josh Sargent non-existent in there. Yeah, non-existent at all. Hodge right today. Don't think he did much either. And then again, it's credit to him. He, there wasn't much for him to do. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a lonely, it's a lonely life up top for for a U.S. striker. No, definitely. At, look, I I agree with you in the fact that this was it. I feel like this was our strong lineup, uh, or mm-hmm. one of our strongest lineups. Um, I think the only um, difference I would have made uh, was maybe Tim Weya starting and maybe Reina starting. Um, but I guess shouldn't have expected that considering Burhalter brought on Morris instead of Reyna against Wales. Um, but um, to see Haji Wright start this game when he barely made the roster and then to play our most important game, I was pretty I was pretty concerned. Um, but to be fair to him, I don't think any of the, any of the other strikers would have done better. Um, Pepe would have made a difference. Maybe Josh Sargent would have made a difference. Maybe Ferreira would have made a difference. Maybe. I feel like these are all question marks that, as you said, we don't have a consistent number nine to really rely on. But I think he did what he had to do. Um, you know, when we get more into into the game, I think he did have a role, and it, I think he did he did it well enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, like I said, it's a tough life being a striker for the United States national team unless you're playing a fourth world country. Um, <laughs> fourth <it's>, world. <laughs> you know, hinting at the uh, four goal performance bump by uh, my my captain Jesus Ferreira. Uh, mm-hmm. So those of you who don't know, I'm an FC Dallas fan. Alex is a Houston Dynamo fan. It's an interesting, it's an interesting whole thing. But yeah, but yeah, man, uh, the game substitutions. <laughs> that's where you're starting off. That's where you're starting. This is starting off in the 60th, 70th minute. You're not even starting it where like we kicked off. No, <laughs> starting on substitutions. No. I feel like this needs to be addressed because this is some of the biggest shit that I've ever seen from Burhalter. Okay. Yeah. Yes, we are holding England to a point. <laughs> we are holding England to a point. I'll take it. You know, of course, I wanted to win. This has been been the most anticipated game in. Probably U.S. history in a in a long time. In a long time, yeah. In a long time against England, you see the memes, you see all these people talking <laughs> shit to each other. Yeah. I have my English friends sending me terrible, terrible memes about nine eleven and stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like I wanted to win, of course, but it, it 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 it's it's tough. But yeah, substitutions. Where were they? When did the first one came? 70, 70th minute. I I think it was seventy fifth actually. Seventy fifth minute, man. Fifteen yeah. minutes left in the game. Okay, so what I believe in the substitutions is if you want a player who's going to make a good impact, like Brendan Aronson, he didn't do much today. Giorena didn't no. do anything today. 
Because why? They don't have time to settle into the game, kind of figure things out. Yes, you can say that, hey, maybe they should be ready to go. No, no. How are you going to tell the player that he should be ready to go or criticize him for not having a good performance if he gets subbed on in the fucking 10, like 10 minutes left? No, you know I, I mean? yeah, I agree, especially when you only give them 15 minutes, 15 in Reyna's case, you know, 10, Sarjan as well, 10 minutes. I think it was more like seven in, regu- mm-hmm. in regular time. Um, you give them this amount of time, adjust to the most anticipated, one of our most, um, you know, one of our hardest international games in U.S. soccer and who knows how long, right? Besides, taking Mexico out of the equation, this is probably one of our, our hardest games ever. And we definitely could have walked away with three points. However, I think they needed more time to really make a difference. Yeah, so on this on that subject, Brendan Aronson subbed in at the 77th minute for Weston McKenney. Shaq yeah. Moore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll get it to was... a second. Shaq Moore comes on <laughs> for Serginio Dest. Serginio Dest was very pissed off. Yeah, he was pissed. Okay, uh, and I'll say this. I'll give credit. I'll give credit to Greg Berhalter. Yes, sub off the two guys with yellow cards. Yeah. So they aren't suspended against Iran. I will give him that. But the when and who he puts in doesn't make sense to me. Giovanni Reyna subbed in, in the 83rd minute. Then Josh Sargent for Haji Wright, 83rd minute. Yeah. Some of these some of these don't make sense to me. Okay. And I'll say this about England too. They subbed in Jordan Henderson and Jack Relish near the 70th minute. Yeah. Okay. Then they sub Marcus Rashford in the 78th minute. So, you know how Greg has said that, you know, he kind of, like, him and Southgate have a history with each other and all this other stuff? Yeah. I guess I see why now. You know what I mean? These substitutions make no sense. Uh, I don't – I believe Jordan Henderson had a bigger impact than any of these guys, even though it was very, very little. Very little, yeah. So it, I don't, I don't know. To me, I didn't really see it. Of course, I'm not a, a whole analyst. I'm just a fan. Jordan Henderson doesn't really make sense, I guess, because this is a game that England knows they should win. And they could should win. Yeah, I wonder what Gareth Southgate is thinking coming towards the 70th minute. Knows he needs to make substitutions because we're we're basically outperforming England. Let's be real. We are outperforming England in a World Cup group stage match, right? We, mm-hmm. as the American, you know, U.S. men's national team have never done so, right? Mm-hmm. So I wonder what he's thinking in order to put on Jordan Henderson when he needs a goal to in order to switch the game. But I'll take it. I <laughs> I will completely take it. If I was an English fan, I would be so pissed when I'm sacked. Um, Greg Burhalter though, putting on Shaq Moore. I understand it's Serginio Des on the yellow, but come on. I think we saw Shaq Moore's quality as soon as he stepped on the pitch. Oh, terrible, man. <laughs> yeah, it, terrible. Was, it was awful. Like, I don't want to completely hate on him, but when you have DeAndre Yedlin, you have Joe Scally. Yep. Started you put on... You put on the dude who got <laughs> knocked out of the playoffs in the MLS, who plays for Nashville FC. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, we could say Walker Zimmerman also got knocked out of the playoffs with Nashville. But yeah, continue. but we'll give credit to the two-time MLS defender of but, the year. I mean, what, I, whatever. Yeah, all right, we can whatever. say that. Um, but 
Zimmerman did show his MLS qualities throughout the England game. You could really tell the difference between passing. Tim Yes, oh. exactly, and, and and passing when it came to Tim Ream and Walker Zimmerman playing out the front of the back. Yeah, Zimmerman, he just he, he kept trying these passes in the first half. They kept getting picked off in the in in the middle of the pitch. It didn't. I was like, okay, what are you doing? Is this something that Greg told you to do? Because obviously it's not yeah. working. Mm-hmm. So why are you doing it? If you know, because he did it once, I'm pretty sure. And it uh, like I have to rewatch some of the parts of the game, but. Man, it's just he showed his MLS quality day, like you said. Shaq Moore did as well, man. And this brings me to another thing. Do you like short little side note? Do you believe that the MLS quota is real? What do you mean? The MLS quota. You have to bring a certain amount of players on. You have to bring them to these tournaments, like Jordan Morris, for example. There's no way in hell, in anybody's right mind, when they are on the bench, they are sitting there. They turn around, they're like, who am I going to bring on? Okay, I got Gio Reyna, Brandon, and oh, Jordan Morris. Yeah, you get up. Yeah, Look, you get up. Get warmed up. I don't believe so. Um, like, I personally do not want to believe it because I feel like if I'm Greg and I'm looking at my players, I know my job is on the line when I'm bringing on Jordan Morris instead of Gio Reyna. Especially yeah. with the comments he made post game, saying how Gio Reyna was injured, then Reyna comes out saying he's not injured, and then Reyna, or, and then Burhalter is like, "Oh, it was a coach's decision." I just there might be, but I don't want to believe it because it's like you clearly have a better player playing for Dortmund and not the Seattle Sounders, who didn't make playoffs, right? So it, yeah. it's frustrating. And I'll be honest. There was a once upon a time that I really did like Jordan Morris. Oh, definitely. Okay. I I thought he was I thought he was good along with Paulo Riola. Like I said, biased FC Dallas fan. Do yeah. I think he should have been on the roster ahead of Morris? Yes, hundred percent. But you know, I digress. It's it it was it was tough to see if these substitutions coming in late in the game. No impact at all. Just I feel like he was just throwing people on just to throw people on at that point. If you're gonna make a sub. And this has been one of the heavy criticisms of Greg's whole entire tenure is you don't you don't change the formation to fit the game. No, nope. you, you stick. I mean, granted, he went to a four four two today, yeah. which I I've never I don't think I've seen yet. I don't know. Maybe you. Well, seen it. we probably never had to. That's the thing. Mm. That, that's fair. You know, you had you had Pulisic on playing left mid. You had Haji right, Tim Wea up top. It's just there was a lot of players. I feel like that were silent today but then again i'm not complaining about oh we were we were terrible type thing you know what i mean we got a draw against the the number five team in the world number five team in the world not complaining it's one point for us then we go on to iran on tuesday um so overall you would agree that we're just content with the draw for me personally i'm not all right considering the performance that the players left on the field i wouldn't be content however before the game if we were told we were going to get a draw i would be completely ecstatic i'd be like great love it because i thought we were going to get thrashed like three four nil yeah it, it that's that's the tough part you're going against the the number five team in the world who has players playing for top premier league teams top bundesliga teams top you know yeah it's you expect it look at our roster man our we have the third youngest team 
in this tournament. I don't. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know who's ahead of us, but it's uh, yeah. I'll say content yeah. with the draw. No, I mean definitely. I mean, consi- I I remember watching the game and you, you we're we're thinking about subs. Who's gonna come on, change the game, and then the camera angle change like pans to the English bench. And you see Rashford, Grealish, Foden on the bench, and you're just like, no way. Especially yeah. when England has been holding on to the ball for a little bit, kind of gaining some more momentum as our players are getting tired. You just see those three players just on the bench. You're like, no, there's no way. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you, and then you look at the substitutes we bring on. Great to have Aronson Reina on. Great for the future. But then we bring in Shaq Moore, like you said. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> you bring you bring on Shaq Moore against you know Kieran Trippier and Jack Grealish. It, it just it's not gonna go out well. Mm. So that was kind of the frustrating part. But I think other than that, we maintained. Uh, I mean, like we we can only come up with positives, and it's gonna. I really hope it translates into the Iran game, because mm. if it doesn't, we're out. Yeah, that's that's the big one. Because I'm not. Of course, when you look at this group. Okay, before the tournament even started, before we even knew who was going to be on the plane to Qatar. Yeah. Who's the bottom? Who's the team that we all picked for the bottom? Iran. Yeah. Who, and then, of course, is the top three. Not, Wales are not bad. No. Okay. Wales are not bad. But do I believe that we are better than them? Hell yeah. Yeah. We are better than Wales in every possible way. I think the other day, first half showing was like, oh my God, this team is actually good. We can compete against European teams. Okay. Exactly. But then second half comes around, we shit ourselves. Zimmerman does some stupid ass shit and Yeah. And he and he gets a yellow, gives a penalty, Gareth Bell scores. So I think overall it was a great showing all around from us today. We did not allow many chances for England. No, not at all. Their their only chance their only chances really came from set pieces. I mean, in the right. first half they had they had some good opportunities when they would uh f- you know hit the ball first time just off a half spin, and you 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 get concerned. But later on we continue to have long spells of possession where we're just constantly throwing it at England and gives you more confidence to kind of or it gives us confidence that we can ha- we can hang with the big guys. Yeah. And I think for us, this is something that we've never felt before. So it's a good oh, step definitely forward. Not. Definitely a good definitely step not. forward. Especially when the people we play are in CONCACAF. Exactly, like, right? We can all make our argument. We can all make our argument about CONCACAF. Yes, there's some tough play. There's some tough teams. Not that tough. Not compared to European sides. But it's just like the atmosphere of it. You know what I mean? Playing mm-hmm. in Costa Rica sucks. Terrible. Everybody can agree. Playing in Jamaica on their shitty pitches sucks there is a lot i forgot was it honduras oh yeah el salvador el salvador yeah terrible terrible place to play but listen this team has shown they can overcome certain things okay we've seen that against mexico several times and i'm glad that it sort of translated into this into the game against england because think about it like i said third youngest team in this tournament okay and think about where we're going to be in four years from now Exactly. I will take a draw against England. Not any day. Do I feel like we could have won? Yes. Do I wish we would have won? Yes. But like I said, nil-nil against England. Clean sheet. Players performed pretty good all around. I just, yeah, I'll take it. I mean, look, the thing the thing with me is that like we had, we had a great day, right? Um, mm. Going into Iran, 
we are going to go in with two draws. We haven't yep. won, and we've only scored one goal. Right? Yeah. So we want to theoretically thrash Iran, really have a strong foot going into the knockout stages. Um, however, it's kind of hard to really have or to bring so much momentum when we just draw two games and we've only scored one goal. So I think that's going to be a little difficult. Uh, we've, we're kind of at a stalemate of scoring goals. We don't really know who's going to score the next goal. We, we want to look to Christian Pulisic. Almost scored when he hit the crossbar. I think if he would have scored that, we would have been flooding with goals. I think this team would have been going all through the roof. It would have been a completely different game. Um, same with Josh Sargent. If he would have scored against Wales, that would have been a completely different game. Um, but at the same time, it's all ifs, and it's difficult um, just because we don't know who's going to score the goals leading into Iran. And Iran is proving to be, or at least the Asian teams, are proving to be teams not to not to mess with. Yeah, of course. You saw that Germany and Japan. Germany's winning one nil. Japan does some crazy shit. Comes back two one. You saw yep. Saudi Arabia two one against Argentina. Argentina Can't believe team, it. Team an Argentina team who is honestly predicted to go all the way to the final, maybe even win the entire thing. Besides maybe Brazil. Yeah. You know, and there's England. a lot of surprises. And and England. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. England. It's, it's, England fans is it's not coming home. No, it's not. Now. I mean, if you're tying with the now. U.S., it's not coming home. Exactly. And <laughs> if you're getting scored on twice by Iran, it's not. It's not coming home either. I'm yeah, exactly. Kidding. I don't want to jinx anything, but oh, I will. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> you just you just do what you want then. But yeah, yeah. It's, that's the beauty of the World Cup. There's surprises all the time. Okay, who would have thought Germany was going to get knocked out in the group stage last year? Oh, uh, um, and they did, yeah. Especially after being defending World Cup champs. Defending World like the World Cup curse is crazy. I don't think that's gonna continue this year with France because France is a different level team. You know what I mean? But at the they just have so many injuries. So many injuries. They got uh, one of the Hernandez brothers. I know Theo came on. Oh, uh, Theo. Uh, I don't. I don't know the other one. Oh, Lucas. Lucas. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember these. I remember these things. You should remember. You're a Madrid fan. Oh well, he, Lucas doesn't play for them, so. Well, Theo does. You should. You know. I knew of him. Used used to. Okay. But yeah, let's get back to uh, we kind of sidetracked a little bit there, but yeah, Iran two 0 win against Wales. I couldn't believe it. Uh, I think we both we both woke up to news. Um, especially because we're not waking up at 4 a.m. to watch. Oh, crazy! No, no, Wales no. Crazy and thing is, I stayed up. I stayed up till 4 a.m. Turned the TV on. I was laying in bed. I was watching it. They scored. Got called back for VAR. And I was like, fucking. I passed uh, out. Yeah. I was out of that. Okay, but then I woke up. I ran two 0 and then I'm seeing U.S. Twitter going, "Oh my gosh, guys, this was big for us. This was big for us. Mm-hmm. Is it big for us? Maybe." I'm because ever I think a lot of the U.S. people think Iran is just complete and utter dog shit. I think not. so too. They clearly it's, not. They're not. They beat Wales, and yes, Wales is down to ten men, and all that. But they scored twice in the space of two minutes, three minutes. Three. Yeah, three minutes. Three minutes. Okay, Iran, like a lot of other teams. Every other team is going to underestimate them. I'm sure as hell Argentina underestimated Saudi Arabia. Oh, Look definitely. Look what happened to them. Look what happened to them. Luckily for 
England, they already gave Iran their first loss. So Iran is in mixed motions. Okay, yes, they won Wales game. They're going to be going into the U.S. game with full of confidence. Yeah, full of confidence, honestly. Full of confidence. They're going to think they can be anybody. Okay, so it's up to our guys to be like, holy shit, this team just came off their, I believe, their first ever win in the World Cup, I believe. Don't call me on it if it's not true. But <laughs> if it is, Iran's going to be full of confidence. Because listen, Iran has never, ever left the group stage. They've never got out of it. They've never got out of it. Yeah. Okay. So what what might happen? Wales, probably going to lose to England. Okay. It's a fierce rivalry. You never know what's going to happen. Okay. But more than likely, England's going to win. So Wales is out. Well, look, that's the that's the hard part because mm. it depends on what type of team Southgate is going to put out. Although like, Eng- England already has a really big depth. Like, well, they have a lot of depth, right? Um, you just don't know what team is going to come out, especially with the World Cup. You don't know what team is going to show up on that day. Well, yeah, but that, but this is the thing, too. There is so many scenarios in this situation. Obviously, USA needs a win. No matter what happens in the England, no, Wales. we don't. We don't. Oh wait, we do need a win we because do need if, a win. if we no, yeah, if we draw Iran, then they Iran go goes through, ahead right? of us. Yeah, because yeah. they'll have so, one more point. Okay. Yeah. So this is this is a whole scenario. England's first right now. Iran second. We are third. Yeah. Wales is fourth. So we have to win. Okay. So scenario: England plays Wales. England wins. They go through. We win. We go through. Those yeah. two are knocked out. England loses to Wales, which would be crazy. Yeah. It depends on, I think it depends on goal differential because England's on four. Four, yeah. Wales would be on on four. Then, yeah, it's up to goal differential. It depends. So we would go through ahead of everybody else. If, wait, am I thinking about that right? Yeah, because Wales, one, three, four. We would have five. So if England lost, they'd still be on four. We'd be top of the group. There's a lot of different scenarios. Yeah, I know. You're getting really, you're going yeah. really in depth with this. I think I'm for me, very I think for I think for us, it's more like, look, we just need a win. Plain and simple, win at all costs. But I mean, like I said, we are going into this game with two draws and one goal. Yeah, it's that is the frustrating it'll part. It'll be tough. Um, it'll be tough, no doubt. I mean, look, I, when we reflect on the well on the Wells game. We created so many opportunities. The only difference was that we did not, our final ball was not good enough. So we would get, you know, we, we, no, I feel like we were typical and we would just go out wide, put it in the box. (laughs) And then it would just go to a Welsh defender and it was just kind of like, all right, let's do this again, let's do this again. And we would never get, like, at least a shot because it would never, we would never get that final ball right. Um, and then today during the game, we also had plenty of opportunities. I think we were trying to just take our, take our chances as it came, but still not clear cut chances where we're through on goal, anything like that to really suggest that we were really going to score. I'll be honest. England looked pretty solid in the back. You know, they did. Maguire and, actually looked pretty good. Let's be real. I hate I hate to compliment his ass, but you but know, let's Maguire, be real. I mean, Maguire for England is a different breed than when you compare him to uh, when you compare him to Manchester United. Maguire, mm-hmm. 
dog shit for them, but somehow freaking crazy for you know England. Yeah. So I mean, even on set pieces, I mean, I think we had what seven or eight corners, maybe nine, and yeah, every 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 time it was a Maguire header out, and it was just we just couldn't get our head to it. So England at the back definitely had size. Um, did their did their job, especially when I think Musa towards the end of the match gave a foul on the edge of the 18. I think it was like the 92nd minute. Mm. Musa fouled Trippier or one one of the wingers, maybe Grealish, and then they have a set piece in the back. I was super nervous. I was like, look, so we're giving Kane connect to the header. Oh yeah, exactly. It's just kind of like look, just no need that comes along with our inexperience, but just no need to give England one hope, one chance when they had nothing all game to suggest that they were really going to win this game over us at least. Yeah, it was it was a tense game, you know, and I'll say that like I said, happy to come out with the point. Um, you know, as we're closing, is there any any suggestions do you think that, you know, should be taken into account for the Iran game? Players, uh, you know, swapping. I don't know. I feel like the starting lineup is pretty solid. And Greg's not going to change it because Greg doesn't change shit ever. You don't you think he's going to change it? No, I, do, I don't. You honestly okay. think he's not going to change Only it? Only part he's probably going to change. He's uh, look, look at him. Okay, started Josh Sargent. Yeah. Wales. Haji, you know, England. Only difference in today's game, right? Put it, put Jesus Ferrer in it at this point, bro. Because honestly, our number nines are not doing anything. That's like yes. saying, let's put Christian Rodon in. Oh, another surprise thing that I forgot to mention: <laughs> yeah. Luca Del Torre not playing at all. Oh yeah, that's uh, I was. I'm not gonna lie, Busa did not have a great first half. I was expecting Aronson or Luca Del Torre to come in at halftime. Um, yeah, I just, I did not think he was doing good enough. It's just hard because I feel like our our options in midfield they're they're decently solid. Especially, like I I think Musa on a great on a good day. Is a great player. One of our best players, yeah. Then you have Weston and Adams. Adams, to me, never disappoints me today, especially. Man is captain. Fantastic, yeah. Man is captain was a great, great move by uh, the players. Greg didn't even decide this shit, by the way. Exactly. Players players decided Tyler Adams to be the captain of Hedda Christian Pulisic. But, you know, like I said, it's tough. You have Brendan Aronson, Gio Reyna, and Luca Del Torre on the bench. Who do you, who do you swap out with those in in the entire lineup? Okay. Well, look, I think I think goalkeeper position sit in stone, right? I, I, yeah. We're going we're going Matt Turner, um, wing backs or full backs. I I want to believe Robinson is going to start left back. I I think this is going to be the the talk with all the players. Is is going to be concerning about their fitness and their yellow card status. So Robinson, I'm hoping he's fit enough to play another game against Iran. That he's been so good for us, defensively and offensively. Uh, I think the center backs are going to stay the same. I don't believe Carter Vickers is going to get a chance. Maybe he no. will. Maybe he will because of Zimmerman. Tim Ream has been phenomenal. I don't think you can bench Tim Ream at this Zimmer, point. Zimmerman has just been wishy you I think I like him. I honestly will say this. I don't think he's a bad defender at all. He's not. He's some not. Of the, some of the shit he does, though, makes me question. It's just and the MLS quality It's the MLS out. whole thing. But like I said, I feel like the three in the midfield are decent. Maybe sometimes Musa needs to, you know, be subbed out. It just depends who you put in. Um, 
Christian Pulisic, um, I think he's he's a lock starter just because he's Christian Pulisic. I don't I don't see anything changing with that whole yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tim Weah. It oh, depends. That one, yeah, that one I wanted to get to. I am not sure if Tim Weah is gonna start the next game. I wonder if Reyna is gonna get the start. Yeah, we'll see. Because apparently Greg don't. Maybe he did. Maybe he just dissed his shoes or something like the whole John Brick situation. And Reyna is gonna end up like that. Hopefully not. I don't well, know. This is this is just what it seems like. Okay, I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but it just seems like it. Because Greg, for some reason, doesn't want to use one of the most creative players we have on this team at all. He didn't use them against Wales. Didn't yeah. barely use them against, what did I say, 83rd minute? Yeah. What is he going to do on the 83rd minute? Exactly. He time to settle in. Yeah. And then, but yeah, like I said, it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting to see. I'm excited for the Iran game. I hope we go through round of 16 with this team. I think would be pretty pretty good um of course i would like to go all the way but you know that's that's Look, just uh i i think it's hard um well <laughs> i think um our our expectations might vary from person to person um yeah. i think a lot of us our first expectation is get out, the, get out of the of the group stage um make it out that's expected of you you have to place higher than iran and wales mm-hmm. uh, second depending on who we get in the next round really determines what's going to be our expectation. Um, mm-hmm. However, I would like us to get past the first round. And if we get to the second one, I'll be completely fine with that. I'll call um, it a win. It just depends. Yeah, I will too. If we play some really shitty team, I'm going to be very pissed if we don't, if we don't go through. Yeah. But you know, if, if we're, I think by then we're probably going to start meeting France, you know, so, I think That's by then, predicted. If you saw it before, it was France in France and USA. Yeah. France wins two 0 I don't know if that's going to happen. That was EA Sports, I believe. Cause yeah. Apparently, they predicted the winner every time since 2010. Kind but of. yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. We Tuesday. will see. We we, we will, will see. Tuesday, see. one o'clock, USA versus Iran. Biggest game yeah. of some of these guys' careers, besides. I mean, no, nah, this is the biggest game of their career. And they need besides Tim Ream. Probably besides Tim Ream. He's probably going to retire. Probably. Yeah, he's probably going to retire. See. I was wondering how he just functions, man. But, but yeah, so, guys, this has been the, the first podcast or first episode of the uh, from the stands. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll be back Tuesday. To, yeah, we haven't really decided to schedule yet. Maybe preview, maybe both, maybe post-match. We'll see. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah. No, so, I mean, I think this has definitely been great. This was this was a good first step. Yeah. So hopefully yeah. everyone enjoyed. Hopefully we're gonna keep uh keep y'all updated. Hopefully y'all can, you know, share y'all's opinions as well as we, you know, get further into the tournament. So yeah. So yeah. So all right guys, I'll uh, we'll see you see you next time. We'll see you in the next episode.